0: What's Go, up, EC? Going on, JB. What's going on?
1: Just living the life, man. Living the life. How's everybody doing in chat? Got a lively group going on right now.
0: We're going to get this party See, popping because uh, I have we have a lot of questions for these fellas, right?
1: A lot of questions. Yeah, we got we to utilize our time wisely.
0: Yeah, last time we ran out of time. and So let's get started. First thing out, shout out to Coley Made. Get yourself a sweet mug, support. Our, uh, not ours, that's JB's wife. That's kind of weird. JB, that's mine. Her, that's your wife. Support Relax. his wife, small business. <laughs> uh, she is the one who got our next thing rolling fake detailer.com. Get your hot shirts there. Uh, 20% off when you spend 80 bucks. I lied, it's no 20%, off. bro. The markup on shirts are ridiculous. I think I make three bucks a shirt. Robbery. I've Man, I've made enough something. to pay Shopify back. So Got to come from somewhere. No, no, don't don't even do it. Let's waste no time. Let's bring the fellas in. I want to introduce none other than details. I don't have a sweet video like like Jamie the Cleaner, so I'm just going to hit the button to bring him in. Fellas. What's what's up, guys? What's What's up, everybody? So this is all new for us, so I just want to get into getting to know you. I wanted to first say this. I didn't say this in private because I want everyone to hear it. I've been watching you all, um, not, nothing weird, because, you know, I'm not that guy, but I've been watching <laughs> your, your YouTube channel for a long time. Uh, and what I liked about your YouTube channel is you so always up front and you're always in the trenches, right? You get a lot of these detailers who have videos, but they're not really in the mix of things. So it was my dream after I started this podcast with JB. I was like, I, I got to get a number two. Number one was Sydney, right? My number's too well, not that you're fat, because you guys are fit was I got to get these fellas on. So let's get started with, tell us tell us about the history of details. About you all, where'd you start?
2: All right. we. Uh, I started detailing, well, Pops has always had custom cars growing up, so we've always been around low riders, that whole scene. But um, I was, you know, I've gone into, after art school, I kind of got into jobs that I thought were going to be Good for me, you know, in a sense, you know, I did photography part time, which I went to school for. That was my, you know, my main emphasis in college. Then I went into I, I did some uh, I actually did some photo shoots and stuff for Lowrider magazine at that time.
0: You said photography? Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah. That was my emphasis was black and white photography. So that's my discipline. So, um, you know, did everything from from the beginning, shot the film, the expo- all exposure, camera settings lighting to um development you know i have my own dark room so everything printing it was all the whole craft so did that for a long time and uh then i went into um got into when that started getting kind of rough i jumped into i got a part-time job at working in retail but with my art school background understanding um you know color theory composition lighting they immediately put me in a visual position. And from there, I just moved up extremely fast. So ended up, uh, you know, doing visuals on the West Coast for for guest jeans for a long time. The hours were really rough with that. So um, ended up leaving that, going into medical, because, I, you know, I I wanted more of a purpose, you know. So thinking going into medical, there's going to be, you know, but... Again, you know, working for a for profit company, you know, uh, unfortunately the healthcare system is, you know, is, is trash, is, bro. Just call it yeah, what it is. Less than <laughs> you said it, Eddie. You said it. Yeah, it's so, trash. Uh, you know, but in every position that I worked in, and even through college, I was working at, you know, I was a general manager of a pizzeria and I ended up becoming the general manager of three by the time I, you know, got out of college. So uh, all this leadership. That I had incorporated and kind of, you know, grew with um, through my developmental uh, stages of, you know, all these different careers helped me kind of guide me to where I am now. And in all of those jobs, there was always some sort of uh, some sort of area that I really loved, you know, whether it was the visuals, whether it was the, the, the helping people, whether it was, um, you know, just the intensity of being, you know, in a restaurant and kitchen, that type of atmosphere, it's, uh, you know, all of those have kind of brought me full circle to where I am now. And I just, the, the medical center operations director was the last job that I had. That one pushed me to the breaking point to where I was like, I got to find something I love, something I enjoy doing and something that gives me uh true purpose so i said let me just figure out something to do on my own and i said well i could wash cars i I had a really nice vehicle that was black at the time and you guys know how that rabbit hole
0: goes so Mm -hmm. yeah i got a question i got a question for you
2: let me put it to work do some sales and get 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 everything popping so that's that's how it went down
0: i gotta ask you a question now because you said photography was the thing that you went to school for and uh i used to shoot weddings Yes. I actually still have like all my camera gear for that. So who is your favorite black and white photographer?
2: Uh, It's probably going to be, I, I have quite a few. I don't like the type of work that I still do to this day is very more of on, on a minimalist level. It's not really like, it's not going to be your Ansel Adams. It's not going to be, you know, these people that it's going to be people that are more of a, a, a dark kind of, you know, almost a... Uh, a twisted side that's a little bit more technical when it comes to lighting and studio type of work um, so you're
0: looking like fernando S- seneca or whoever that at you know that is? Uh,
2: a little bit more on the lines of like joel peter witkin and that's kind of that's extreme but if you see that stuff you'll be like okay i, I you know what i mean but I the that's kind not you reflective pray for of my work that's yeah. just stuff that i find interesting but now you know there's a full gamut of photography out there and If it's good, it's good. Art is one of those things where I don't put, you know, you can't put things in a category too much, you know, unless it's very specific, you know, but for the most part, I, I try to keep an open mind when, you know, when looking at things because everything has its different value, you know. Some things are just for composition. Some things are just technically lit well. Some things are, you know, follow the rule of thirds really well. There's just certain things that people gravitate towards and that are undeniable.
0: Bro, that's so wild that you you went through that journey. We know about you, but Sal, Part two of the equation, right? You got Joel said, I'm done with the medical. I'm done with the pizzeria. I'm done filming. Where'd you come from? <laughs> I guess, well, Sal, where, where'd you, how'd you how'd you end up in the mix, bro? Man, I, I, I didn't have a...
3: I, I was a government baby, man. I did the government route. Uh, military when I was Thank 17. You did six years in the Navy, got out, r- jumped right into a federal position. I was there for, uh, for 15 years. Um, that, that, it got old 15 years went, went by pretty, pretty quick, man. And, uh, I hit every goal that I set out for myself. And, uh, problem was, I uh, I didn't set them high enough. I got bored really fast. Um, and uh, it just so happened when uh, he he gave me a call, told me that he was going into business for himself, and so I was just like, "You're gonna be okay," you know? What I mean, I don't I don't have no doubt that, that was an easy one, okay. And then uh, that was what uh, I don't know how long ago, but then uh, like three three years later, we are and we're always in contact about the business, talking about it. And then three years later, we he it just worked out perfect. He was at a point in the business where he wanted to expand. I was a point in my career where I was ready to, ready to, ready to, to call it quits. And uh, everything else is history, man. It worked out just perfect timing, right place, right mm-hmm. time. Yes, and that's a, uh, and since I got here, that's how this universe has been uh, has been treating us. Everything has been going exceptionally, the right fit.
0: So, thank you for your service by the way man i appreciate everything you sacrificed a lot of Absolutely. people don't get that right but that's six years of your life that you still get people anyway we won't talk about this on here because we'll lose subscribers and i'm already <laughs> right <laughs> but you know i was gonna say i was gonna say some real right oh yeah i know where you were coming from <laughs> i'm gonna start drinking the coffee but thank you for your service man for everything you did and joel just bringing the culture to detailing right oh so, i also DJed here
2: and there in between two and that was my thing you know what i mean like Specializing in that gangster rap, that 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 east coast stuff as well. You know, you can't forget where, where it was born. You know, happy, happy birthday, happy 50th birthday to hip hop. Like Word, Word. Hey, before we go any further though, Eddie, hey man, you got me and my man's over here. sweating. It's hot, over it's here, hot here. up in here. I don't know how hot it is in Idaho, but on the ah. West Coast, it's a little hot. Take
1: this thing oh, ah! look at that. Uh.
0: Oh. Respect you. You already there, know. There we go. Respect. Rocking the fake detailer shirt. Oh yes, we had to come through. That 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 that's meaningful to me. Let me ask you a question. That's How's dope. the quality? Because I can't uh, quality control it.
2: Uh, you know what? It's not bad. It's 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 what I expected. All right. But and then when you print on black, also whenever you print on black, you're never gonna get the same richness and the same. You know, unless you're doing it with vinyl. And I believe these are printed.
0: I don't know. I just I just pay them and they send it. So, yeah, I I am. uh, Shout out to Nicole because she actually made those logos for us from an image. Yeah, I like it. I like it over. So, man, that that means a lot. I appreciate that, fellas. Uh, We're going to ask about your gangster rap in a minute because we're going to do a big giveaway at the end. And we'll hit you with the next question.
1: Oh, JB, you got it? You can go ahead and ask it. No, you go ahead, you ask it. What are some of the things in the industry that rubbed you guys the wrong way? Mm. Let's, let's, oh, you coming know. with a fire, with the heat? Let's, let's oh, go. Oh, oh, I, oh. I was going to have Eddie ask it.
2: <laughs> I, 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 say, I say in any industry, the suckers.
0: Oh. You know
2: what I mean? Tell the, us more the, about the, that. The, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I. I like back to the whole hip hop thing. It's like one of our favorite rappers of all time is Guru from Gangstar. and all he talks about on all of his raps are just whack dudes about suckers. the suckers. <laughs> just he goes hard on the suckers, like every rap like song he has. I'm like, you know, he's just talking about the suckers. This whole like rap, right? <laughs> and he's just so talking about name how he's superior <laughs> to them, and 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 not to say that that's where we're at, but. We identify with, you know what I mean? Like, real, recognize, real. Oh, thank you, Patrick. Real, recognize is real. So when I first started this channel, I was like, there's nobody out there in the field actually doing it. There's nobody out on the grind in these streets, like, showing you, hey, this is how to do it. This is the easier way to do it. You had two two schools of thought when it came to the, the YouTube instructional detailing. You had the guys that just did the reviews. And then you just had the guys that were just like hardcore, like paint enhancement or paint correction guys, you know, wet sanding, um, you know, real, real heavy stuff like that. So um, there was really no in, informative stuff for kind of like the DIY or somebody trying to do it in the real world. You know what I mean? And also, there was nobody talking about financial literacy or even, you know, customer service or how to elevate yourself or present yourself or how to speak or you know all of these things how to budget uh and that's where we were kind of like yo we gotta help this industry really grow if we're gonna be a part of this I want everybody to elevate and just in the past few years of having the channel I've seen you know what I mean it's undeniable that people are you know they're they're uniforms they're they're trying to get fly now they're trying to look good out there you know the keyword is trying you know what I mean mm. like they don't always hit it on the mark but Yo, you're making an attempt to present yourself differently, which could come off totally different to the, the client and make our industry look better as a whole. So we're all
1: for that. Well, I so- think it's dope that you guys go ahead and help, help everyone out instead of just keeping it all to yourself. To, yeah. to go out there and help people optimize and help people look better and help people uh, get better results. I think, that's, I think that's an amazing thing that you guys do.
2: Yeah, it makes a big difference.
0: So you said suckers. I tell you, there's there's oh. really like five people that I've been watching online um, since the beginning, right? You, Ivan. I watch Carlos. I watch Jamie. Because even though Jamie is the biggest hick in the world, uh, <laughs> he still shows you. You don't need the biggest tools to get things done, right? I even see your videos where you come up with a with a microfiber and you're like, "Yo, we're gonna do this roof with the spray," and you're doing that and everyone's taking out the steamer or taking out something else. Right. So what, what has been the biggest downfall in your perspective in the industry lately?
2: Uh, probably accessibility. Like when a lot of us started and a lot of the guys before me, um, cause I haven't, I've been in, you know, I've been in this for, you know, very short amount of time. Like it's a very, you know, the industry is, you know, has been around forever, but I would say a lot of these tools and a lot of the marketing and a lot of these uh, these brands are pushing out unnecessary stuff. And when it gets in the wrong hands to at the wrong time, it can be detrimental to people. I've seen guys go bankrupt before they had their first jobs, really. You know, I see people putting their business in such, you know, in such a big place where they're. um, you know, they're, they're, I don't know, I would say they're, they're risking everything up front before they've even made an income. You know, like mm. they're buying these extractors, they're buying these steamers, they're financing a van, they're doing all this crazy stuff. They're buying supposedly what's the best of the best. But if you look at all the real pros, a lot of us are doing it with bare minimum because the more your technique advances, the less tools you need. And that's not just for detailing, that's for any trade. You know, some of the baddest mm-hmm. guys that do dent repair and, you know, stuff. We, we have guys that, you know, we work on cars that are over a million dollars. Like we, we work on ridiculous collections here and there. And all the guys that they pay to work on these vehicles all come in with minimal tools, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody's mobile because these cars do not leave the compound. They do not leave a temperature controlled room. So you mm-hmm. literally have painters in there building clean rooms around one vehicle, That has about twenty vehicles in there, and they're wet sanding, they're blending the paint, you know, on crazy on like vintage Ferraris and Maseratis and stuff. So, and they're working with very minimal tools, you know. And and we're sitting there talking to them, and we're like, "That's all you guys have?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's it." And when we go in, all we have is two bags: we have our chemical bag and our polishing bag and our microfiber bag, and that's it. And we're just we're you know bare minimum. It's like it comes down to that when you're working at a certain level. You rely on your skills and your technical ability.
1: Less is Absolutely. more.
0: Yes. That's crazy, man. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's awesome to hear a different perspective because we heard Sydney's perspective, right? We're hearing uh-huh. yours about um, the things that rubbed you the wrong way. Has there ever been – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to this, this question, uh-huh. JB. So here comes the fire. Has there ever been a company um, that have treated you poorly or rubbed you the wrong way? <laughs> Uh, and then, how'd you deal with that? What's that? Uh, um, drop. You don't have to drop names, but we prefer it. Ask him.
2: <laughs>
3: ask him uh, all the homework
0: he had to do.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, Some of these cats be coming out of sideways, man. Like they, you know, they'll they'll reach out. Hey, so and I'm so and so from so and so. We want you to try this. We want you to do, you know, all that stuff. All the other, all, all the same stuff, you know. Um, and usually it's. It's a basic, you know, boilerplate type of offer that they're trying to do. And we don't do that. Like, we, we just don't. We support the ones that we, the real ones that we know, mm-hmm. like, personally. You know what I mean? Or ones that we follow. You know, like, we we support DIY detail because I'm a fan of Ivan. Like, he's been kicking down knowledge for a long time for a lot of people. And I'm a supporter of, um, I'm also a supporter of, uh pns i'm a supporter of Detail division carbon collective um you know a lot of these brands and stuff that i have a relationship with um clean korea you know the people that give us back look and they're not paying me for anything people get twisted they're like hey well you probably are sponsored by PNS." i'm like no i'm giving them my money i'm choosing where my money goes because mm-hmm. First of all, it's not doing them any good at this point. It's not like I have a million subscribers. So it's not really doing anything for them to really give me anything for free. But I want to share with people the success that I've had. And I'm most familiar with these things. And they fit my business best. You know, some, some businesses might be better suited with super clean or something. But for the most part, we reject almost every. You know and, and we've done something with stoner as well because stoner's like a staple, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. stoner's one of those that like, oh, I need some time sap remover. Mm-hmm. Any detailer at any level is gonna reach over and probably have some stoner somewhere. You I know, got more it's, stoners
0: than I have credit cards. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so it's uh you know, so so things like that we're we're really fans of, but as far as you know, a lot of these guys trying to reach out to for us to. To, you know to, to showcase them on the channel I it's almost an immediate shutdown because we don't want to compromise our the integrity of, of details that's more important to me than a coupon code or this and that because if the coupon if they use a coupon code I'm getting money and then all of a sudden that business either doesn't live up to their expectations if they have bad customer service and they're not providing top level quality that's that on we, you yeah that we're endorsing we're not down with that. Like we don't, we don't play that. Like that's not going to be put back on this here. You know, I worked hard to get this, like we're not to where it's at. Like we've, we still have a long way to go, but from what the perception we're giving, trying to give the community and our clients, this holds something. You know what I mean? This it's, it's standing for quality. It's standing for something that we love and standing for something more than just, you know, washing your car. Like you, you, you have an expectation of what you're getting when, when we're behind it,
1: so. Uh, and if someone no, who's, you know, I'm just a weekend guy, I watch you guys, and and if I'm watching a channel and all of a sudden for the next two weeks I see them pushing one brand after another, uh, it sends off, you know, something in my well, yeah. head that's like, eh, something's going on behind the scenes that, you know, it and, and, and strays you away from your mission statement. Yeah, and, and I
2: get it, and, and everybody, everyone's channel and everybody's business does things differently. There's some guys that are simply, that's their thing. And oh,
1: Yeah, I, and I, that's fine. I, I if no interest, if it's consistent.
2: On, on, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's their thing. I understand. There's there's commerce connected to this, so it's not like oh, well, this guy's a liar. This no, he's probably just reading off the bottle, giving you some uses, a basic instructional video, using it. You make your thoughts. But there's a difference of somebody saying, oh, this is the best, trying to really push it. And then it's not, you know, you're you're tarnishing your reputation at that point. And I've seen guys get called out on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like hard. And I'm like, good for them for calling them out because I've been called out on stuff, too. You know what I mean? But it's like you got to get checked sometimes. You know, you, it's why we always got to come correct.
0: Mm. I get checked all the time by my wife. She checking every, <laughs> every day. It's a it's a mission with her. But yeah, you know,
2: companies have uh, companies have come out of sideways. They try to give us all these crazy rules and mm-hmm. uh, specifications, and you got to mention it this amount of times, and you got to do this, and you got to set it up here, and you have to. I'm like, hey, that's a job. I'm like, you're tripping. You're tripping. <laughs> you're your job, do. Now. This ain't happening.
0: I think the end of the day too is that like a lot of people don't understand that YouTube costs me money. I don't get paid from YouTube. Like, oh yeah, uh, it's
2: it's it's definitely something you have to put a lot of time and effort into. Yeah, you know I mean? it's money. Like, post work and now you know now we're, we're we're getting the studio together we're getting that's where we're at now like it's still you know we're expecting the furniture today but we're getting the studio together we're you know the lighting down like we're doing all the creative stuff that i wanted to do at the beginning but i needed to learn the fundamentals of how youtube worked first like now we're now we're going to that level like now i'm actually going to be proud of the quality of work we're putting out because before i was kind of like embarrassed because i'm like ah it's just it looks cheap it looks it doesn't look the way i wanted it to be but you got to take the steps to get there so you're the it, harshest critic yeah
0: man that's good stuff we could stop right there and end the, end the chat right now bro we just <laughs> you just ed- educated everyone but we got more questions because we're trying to get to know the fellas oh yeah with the next uh so what's uh, your
1: what are your most and least favorite parts of being mobile detailers that's a good question well we
2: are mobile and then we do have stationary as well so um but as far as the mobile part we really don't have too many issues with mobile because here's the thing about our business i developed this business model with control number one that's our number one Mm -hmm. priority so we control our clientele we control the time that we work we control the time that we're off we control pretty much everything we control you know um where the where the vehicles are located you know if it's if it's parked on gravel we don't even do the work you know we'll tell them it either needs to be moved to another location (laughs) or we're gonna have to reschedule it or you can drop it off but i'm not getting my equipment dirty like that's another hour or two of cleanup time i'm I'm not gonna be no, no 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 like my my equipment is too expensive and i take too much care of it to be you know that's like driving a ferrari down a dirt road You know, Mm. like, you know, in Idaho for
0: 30 Uh, (laughs) minutes. What do you tell them? What do you tell them? You roll up to a place, right? You Uh and Sal, you got the fit on, you got your truck, you're coming out, and you see that they got, like, say, a beautiful truck, but it's in gravel. What do you say at that moment? Because they don't share that up front, right? Or do you ask Uh, We usually ask them. Oh, that's That's
2: that's part of it. And and that's another, you know, another little nugget right there, game for you guys to, you know, like, you guys should be asking these questions before you guys – get to the spot you know like are you are you covered are you this are you that do you have this can you accommodate this usually when your customer service is on point like ours our clients are willing to do anything for us whatever it is that we need and that's usually the last question they ask us after i send over that confirmation text or dm or however they reached out to us correspondence the last question they usually ask us, I would probably say it's 90% of the time, is, is there anything you need from us? And that's when you hit them with, yes, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. And they're happy to do it for the you. Cover storage. Yeah. Concrete.
0: Yeah. That's good. That's it's good advice, Leave
2: that thing. Leave that AC on this coldest setting. When I do that <laughs> interior, I want that thing blazing.
0: You know what I mean? So, so, awesome. Yeah. JB, hit him with the next. Got you. I, I asked this question because this is, this is important. I wanted I wanted to share this because I saw a video of you. I was going to have it pulled up where you, you said, you know, as a mobile detailer, any detailer, it's important to stay fit. And yes. I, I saw that you do CrossFit, right? So I got a story to share about my first CrossFit experience. And then I want to get to know what you both do to stay fit. Okay. My boss calls me on a Saturday. I'm fat, by the way. You see my body mass? Huge. I'm like the size of both of these. Boss calls me on a Saturday. and like He's the head of IT. He's like, hey, I'm going to CrossFit. I have a friend pass. I'm like, all right. Invite whoever you want. I didn't know he was inviting me. He's like, "I no, no, no. This is for you. I want you to come. I think he was setting me up to see if I would not show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wanted to see if I had grit. I go, I play football, you know, all through life. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I get to CrossFit. I'm, the, I'm probably the biggest person there. And there's this other lady that she's chubby, right? She's, she's me. And we start doing the rows. And I thought that this was part of the exercise. So I'm rowing. I'm like, I'm rowing as hard as I can because I thought this was it. You got the warm-up. That was the warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, get, we get to the warm-up and I'm rowing. And we get to the point where we're about to go uh, do uh, – it wasn't Murphy. It was you had to do squats, burpees, and then you had to do your, uh, it was like a 50 pound. He, he grabbed the biggest medicine ball and you got to do sit-ups and you're throwing the ball. And then you had to run across the field with kettlebells. So this dude grabs the heaviest, everything. I do the first one. I do the second one. I see this lady who's about my size and she's outworking me. I'm like, I'm not going to get outworked by no lady. Um, no, I love ladies. I love women. I think they're, they're stronger than us, but I'm like, I can't let her show me up. So I'm running. And I'm literally about to have a heat stroke. I get inside the building. We're doing our second wave before the minute's over. And I'm uh, like, and I run outside, throw up all over the place. It was so bad that when we finished, I went home and laid on the floor for four hours and couldn't get up. I was like this. So what do you do? You stay fit. You look fit. What's your day in the life? And and what kind of advice can you give us? Right. Because it's important to keep our bodies healthy.
2: We I I specifically do a lot of my wife is an acupuncturist. So she's an acupuncturist, she does stretch therapy, she does cupping, she does recovery, she does massage, like heavy deep tissue massage. She she literally is our primary healthcare provider. You know, she has a master's degree in Chinese medicine, she's you know, she's herbalist, so she gives us all the, everything that we need, if we're feeling sick, if we're having digestive issues, if we're having muscle issues, if we're having aches and pains, whatever it is that we're having, she's always there to kind of consult with us and take and put us on a plan. But also every morning we go for, we go for a walk, which is, you know, it's a, not a long walk, but it's a quarter mile walk. Just gets us warmed up, gets us ready to go. gets us in a good mental state, um, gets momentum moving. And, uh, also with, uh, incorporated with that i do kettlebell workouts in the morning so god bless you yeah i do a full cycle kettlebell workout Mm. and that's all going to be um pretty much you know it's functional fitness so it's lifting twisting it's it's nothing crazy like that i'm not gonna use on a daily basis so that helps Mm -hmm. me when i first started i was pulling my back out i was pulling hamstrings. I There was times where I had to take off of work because I was hurt. And I'm like, that's like, you know, you're off for a few days. That could easily, you know, be a $1,000 that's gone. You know what I mean? Especially when you're starting out and you don't have a backup plan or you don't have a reputation where people are going to say, okay, well, I'll wait another week or two to, uh, you know, for you to get better. You know, like I was literally losing money by not being in shape. And we track everything in our business. so. Once I started tracking that when I work out, you know, alongside the income that we're making, it's substantially different. Like there's, a, a, there's an apparent increase in both productivity and income. So that's been huge for us. So that keeps me knowing, hey, the, the more I'm in shape, the more we can work and you're able to do more jobs.
0: It was uh, a year ago, I was 520 pounds. I'm down to 423 Nice. Ooh, wow. Um, my college football weight was three hundred and eighty pounds, so I understand what you're saying because it's we we look for the best tool, right? Every time we go to like car supply warehouse DIY, every time we go to sites, we're looking for the best tool to make us what more efficient. But what people don't get is your health is what makes you efficient. Yes. How yes. fast can you move around the car? How fast can you uh, get up and out of the car? Can you fit in a BMW? I, there was one time. I I had this lady, no. pull in and I was like, I can't fit in your BMW, bro. Like my wife, I'm like, Bev, roll it in. You know what I'm saying? And, and that changed my perspective. So I'm still on my journey to lose another 100 pounds. But I, what you're saying oh, yeah. is the truth. It
2: makes a difference. It makes a difference. Yeah. And, you know, you get one you get one life and you you, you really want to, you know, as soon as you get sick or something happens, you, you realize how important that is and how much you need to take care of yourself, you know? Facts.
0: All right. Thanks for that. JB, next one.
1: How do you guys adjust your process to accommodate for like crazy heat like we've got going on right now? We don't work in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Easy as it gets.
2: <laughs> we, we don't work with it. This is the hottest we've been because we got our new lights and they got yep. us sweating right now. This is as hot as we've been all summer. Um, I think we have one day where we had to work in the summer because one of our really good clients and neighbors, he wanted his boat done and, and he got he, – He's one of those clients who when he when he needs it done, he needs it done like that. You know what I mean? So he was like, can you do it on Friday? And we we're usually done with work by 10. Lately, we've been done by nine. You know, we usually only do like one car a day. We're not messing around. We're not trying to we it's not a flex. Let's get this straight, guys. It's not a flex to be out there working in this heat
3: Mm. to anybody.
2: You do. You can do whatever you can say, whatever you want
3: to keep yourself going. I get it. Yeah. we're not trying to be out there saying we work 13 no. 12, 14 no. hours a
2: day in 120-degree weather. No, we, we don't take
3: pride in that.
2: Yeah, no. that's not like, – like you should be working – our philosophy is you should be working to aspire so you don't have to do that. You know, Does that make sense? It's not
1: sustainable.
2: Exactly. And I've already seen about three guys this past week talk about how they had to go down because they had to take a few days off because they got either heat stroke oh, yeah. or they were – they were dehydrated, or or they blacked out. You know, it's like I don't want to hear that stuff. Like you guys need to be taking care of yourself. Like if you're not doing that, like that's as irresponsible. Like to me, that's just like you're operating irresponsibly. You know what I mean? And, and it's not against anybody. I get it. Do what you got to do. Get that money, but you got to take care of yourself. Like you got, you have to create boundaries. And and honestly, our clients respect us because everything we try to do is of quality. And it's for the best interest of not only the client but also for ourselves. If we're not doing things in the best interest of us, we're not going to perform to our optimum level. So,
0: mm-hmm. how do you live? Then I guess, man, I got questions because you just said something that blew my mind. And the last time I blew my mind, I was reading I was reading Genesis chapter eight. So, <laughs> you do one detail a day, one card. Yeah,
2: we don't. We don't. We'll do. Um, we'll do more than that. If they are, if they're like maintenance stuff, maintenance, yeah. yeah. But first of all, we work really fast. Oh yeah, we we're super efficient. There's no wasted movements in anything that we do, and we charge a lot.
0: I like that charge a lot part, but let's talk about your process because this is important for me to understand. Yeah. So you have two of you, right? Do you have any more in your crew? Are you running two, more than one crew, or is it just both of y'all? Yeah, no. We
2: got a uh, uh, on occasion. On yes, yeah, we got yes. we got some uh, reserves. We could, we we call up. Yeah, we, got, we have a pool of, of guys that have all worked with us before um, when I was starting out. We have two other brothers that work with us, Angelo and Joseph. Joseph was the first one. And then we have nephews that are like in college. So they worked with us for a while. So everybody that we do call upon, like if you saw the horse trailer video, we had Nico there with us. The fleet washing Nico was there. There was another one where Angelo was in. And then my brother Joseph. Um, so all of those guys worked with me at the beginning. When they work with us now it's like nothing to them because the process has changed so much. It's like easy, it's like cake now for pretty much anybody that comes in and works beside us. Like they see how simple everything is done. But so if I call
0: you, me and JB call you, right? We got a car. You never seen us before, we talked to you on the phone, we have a cover, right? So we don't live on a gravel road. Uh what's your process if they want to one step? Can you walk me through what that looks like for you from the time you wash it, what are you doing? Are you doing rinseless uh, to the end? What's, how long does it take? And then what's your process?
2: I think so. the 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 condition and the situation is always going to dictate. Okay. So so first thing is we we want to we want to go there. A game plan is always set prior, but there always needs to be room for adjustments that need to be made on site. Obviously, if it's you know if they gave you the wrong model of a vehicle, if it's not the smaller SUV but it's the bigger one. Okay, okay, we may, we may need to attack this a little differently. You know, but for the most part, if it's standard, everything's good to go. We're gonna go in, you know, we're gonna go in there, we're gonna wash it, give it a you know, probably give it that first wash first, hit it with decon. Probably throw some soap over that decon after the decon sits for a minute, clay while that soap is on there, give it that rinse. If there's any kind of water spots or whatever, treat those things, take care of the wheels, do the final wash, hit it with the paint prep after we do. You know, after we do the wash, just in case any, any oils, residues or anything are left over from previous waxes or anything that the decon may have left behind or, or, you know, we use pH neutral, pretty much everything. So, um, there's usually not that, but we just do it for contamination purposes. And then we go into polishing. Um, if this, if this is just the exterior, usually one of us is already starting on the finishing, like taking care of the wheels and, you know, doing the tire shine, you know, uh. You know, maybe putting some paint gloss or Defender or some kind of SIO2 product or, you know, maybe they, you know, maybe we talked them into getting a, you know, if they have black rims or something, maybe talking them into, okay, hey, you you may want to consider this. We hate the word upsell, upcharge, all that. The shit sounds, sorry. It it sounds like a scam. It sounds like you're, and that's what fast food places use. Like that's, that's not the type of terminology we even want to throw out there. So. We don't even – you know what I mean? Like everything that we try to do, we try to do it on an elevated level. And the customers know that. Like everything is understood beforehand. Our process is never questioned by our clients. Um, at the beginning, sometimes it was. But we actually have a lot of clients that stand out there and watch us, not because they're concerned. It's because they're they're generally interested in the operation and how we're running it. But at that point, like we can finish up – I'm usually – while I'm actually like drying the car or something, Sal's already setting up the policy yeah, station. There's for two me. of us going on. Yeah, so no, something's dead, always getting put away, broken down, set up. There's always there's the, the movement is very, very synchronized. You know, it's at the point where we don't even have to physically speak to one another, where things already know, okay, boom, 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 boom. boom this is already done. So the, the the key is the way that I always told Sal at the beginning is you do not want me to stop. Like I am like like, for instance, you're on the court with LeBron James. Do whatever you the coach is telling you. Do whatever you got to do to keep LeBron James in that game with the ball in his hands. Because if he doesn't have it, that's he's just crying.
0: Right. yeah, he's crying. So if he I, doesn't have it, he's you crying. Know, so
2: Sal is there. Sal has his expertise, but the primary goal of Sal at this point is to support, be that second hand, and get me what I need to do, get me moving. And then he goes and does what he has to do. And that, and I don't look at that as seniority or anything. He just has a certain expertise he has to do, but mine may be more the, the more time consuming thing. So get me started first so you can focus on yours and you don't got to deal with me for the rest of the time. You know what I mean? Kind of, kind of that, that, that type of philosophy on our approach.
1: I brought this up to Sydney last week about how I follow a lot of the mobile detailers in my area and not a single one does rinseless, whether it's for a maintenance customer or for, you know, a new customer. Um, I know that certain situations, like you said, dictate the process. um, But what do you think about, you know, Eddie's a big rinseless guy. I'm a big rinseless guy. What do you guys think about that if, if they're not, educated in the rinseless wash process are they losing money are they wasting time what are your thoughts on it
2: i think it depends on the individual itself i think so many people become reliant on on water um when i first started i started in oakland you know Mm -hmm. so oakland you know anywhere in the bay area anywhere you're near you know a water source geographically they're always going to have you know limitations they they, they want you to really they they really because it impacts you directly as a resident Mm -hmm. you know living in that community so whether you're in seal beach or oakland or emeryville you know they they, you know most of the people are going to you know most of the residents even want you to do something that's going to be a little bit more eco-friendly but Mm -hmm. i think a lot of detailers just are not aware of it. They're not educated on it. They don't under, like I made a video a while back, like a couple of years ago about rinseless detailing and people were like, Oh, that doesn't work. This and that. And in my mind, I'm like, bullshit. I just had all of my money last year. Rinseless. You know what yeah. I mean? If you don't have a water to like, it's literally no excuses. If you have rinseless, uh-huh. you can do anything with rinseless. It may take you, you know, the, the only part that's a little bit rougher is the wheels, but you can even get yeah. that down. Just go buy some, go buy some of the the Costco towels and go through them shits and you know what I mean. Like, you, you <laughs> yeah, get Costco towels.
0: Yeah, but like the time
2: you're saving on cleaning the body of the vehicle, yeah, you may have to do a little bit more work on the wheels, but just the setup time, you're you're, you're immediately saving like ten minutes. Ten minutes. The ten average minutes. guy probably takes about ten minutes to set up their water, their buckets, their soap, their foam cannon, yeah. all that junk. You got rinseless, Yo, give me the bottle. Give me, give me, give me the one bucket. And I would just do it. I would just spray my towel and then spray the panel. Like forget the bucket. I don't need that bucket. Like,
0: you know what I mean? Now I got a question because it's on my mind. All right, JB, you got one? Go ahead. I got, I got one. I was just going
1: to say, I think, I think uh, a lot of them here are rinseless and they don't, they don't, they don't consider like you can, you can pre-rinse the vehicle. Like if, if you've got your hose or pressure washer set up. You can pre-rinse it too, but still, it's still a faster process, at least to me, to do a rinse swash. wash. If yeah. you want to use your pressure washer for your wheels and whatnot, get those super clean, like you can still, yeah, I, I just think, uh, it, I think, like you said, it's, a, it's a, just a lack of, of, of understanding the process.
3: Mm-hmm. It could be it's not as sexy. You're, yeah, exactly. it doesn't look good That's for the gram the you don't have the foam flying yeah.
0: everywhere but i'm already married right like i already won the girl 15 years i don't need to be sexy i don't that need all care. that attention yeah money but, doesn't care how you look you know what i'm saying and, oh.
2: and if we want to talk about money let me let me i'll tell you straight up um the the cost is going to be way your your operating cost is going to cut like in half if not more by you doing rinse lists. and then also i can tell you right now although every low rider we do Every vintage mint condition Mm -hmm. vehicle that we do, all of the custom vehicles that we do, they're not going to let you touch them with soap. Like -hmm. when I see guys out there detailing classic cars and they're hitting it with the foam cannon, I already know what type of owner that is. That's not the type of owner that's going to call me to do their car because they're going to look at me crazy if I pull out a foam cannon on a vehicle with a $30,000 paint paint job and $60,000 worth of chrome. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to see – they don't want – they don't even want an opportunity for rust, deterioration, anything like that that's going to, you know, corrosion, any of those things. We work on cars that – you know what I mean? Like they get judged based off of every screw has to be lined up properly. You know what I mean? Like crazy things like that. So if you're over there messing around with, you know, these – you know, a ceramic soap with wax in it and all this stuff, like you're going (laughs) to clog little areas and you're going to see – and it slows you down you know i tell people it's like shooting you know photography so have you ever shot medium format
0: yeah i couldn't afford it but hassle okay. so, back life
2: i primarily shoot medium format six four five film Go so, lord when you shoot with the medium format you're using a bigger camera but mm-hmm. what it does is it slows you down you're paying more attention you're more focused like i like to do the rinseless washes a lot of the times we're going to do one tomorrow actually on a tesla i like to do it before coding because I'm able to physically inspect it as I'm cleaning it
1: because
2: mm-hmm. you're taking covered your with soap. time you're a out of time. So you're welcome for all those nuggets, guys.
0: There's a, there's a question in chat, Ally. This is my question. Um, so what's your favorite Rinseless wash, and then which one do you hate?
2: Oh, man.
0: Like right now, you yeah. and Sal are about to hit a, a classic car. What are you grabbing, and what aren't you grabbing? Okay, this is, this is what I'm going
2: to do. So I have I keep Epic with me which is the the, oh, the, waterless the wash. true waterless wash you mm-hmm. literally it's just a squirt um for some of the cars some guys ain't gonna like this but for some of these cars I even use paint gloss when they're not you know what I mean like I, I I I there's cars that that's that are you know garage queens that get pulled out and pulled back in once every 2 weeks for a little Sunday drive I'm not Sounds like
1: my wife's car.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in there with the with the buckets. You're 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 tripping. I'm gonna wipe that thing down in 20 minutes. That client's gonna be happy, and you know what I mean. Like so, there's a few different few different things scenarios I would use, but I have my I still have my original bottle of absolute that I bought when it first came out. Uh, I still have a half gallon of O and um, I like the OG O and R. We would dilute the heck out of that. They yeah. use that. That was really good stuff.
0: Shout out to version but, three.
2: Yes, sir. That B3. But right now, I would say we're 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 probably running with absolute, and this is how I do it. I put like half a cap full and I put it in my spray bottle and I just shake it up. And I get down like that. And then and you I just spray just, it on. And I have a stack of towels and I spray my towel. I mist up my towel to where it's like sopping wet. And then I hit the then I hit the panel. Then I, I let it, you know, let it dwell for a minute. Let let those, uh, you know, let it activate and encapsulate. And then I go through and I wipe it up with that sopping one. And then I go through with the drying towel. So that's that's how we
0: do it. Man, you just lost some subscribers, bro. Like fifty. So be it. So yeah, uh, we're getting to the to the areas uh, to these last questions that I think everyone should pay attention to because we're doing giveaways. And this is based off the answers that Sal and Joel give us. Hit him with the question, JB.
1: Favorite Bay Area rapper.
0: Ooh.
2: Ooh. Okay, here's here's one. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna throw you. You go you go first, Sal. Because I got one.
3: Uh gotta go with 40, man.
2: 40 water? Yeah, you, you can't go wrong with 40. So E40. Okay, All right, so E40. 40? here's the thing we all know who we all know who the godfather of 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 bay area rap is too short the big homie too short which i absolutely love but i also gotta give some love to my man spice one one of the most underrated bay area rappers came out hard in the 90s spice one if you guys don't know who spice one is check him he's been you know he's Man, he's he's dope. I don't know about his new stuff. I'm talking about currently that 90s era, you know, the golden era of hip hop, like Spiceball. What's
0: about be legit? Mac Dre.
2: Mac Dre, Mac Dre's a little too animated for me. I like some Mac Dre early stuff, rompelation stuff, like real, real early, deep underground Bay Area rap stuff. When he started doing the whole thizzle dance stuff, I kinda eh, got a little corny. Yeah, it got a little too corny for us. You know, RBL Posse, that's another one right that's there. That's
0: true. It's true. And then you got uh, MC Hammer.
2: Bro. Oh, Hammer, Hammer, Hammer ain't no punk. Yeah. You, no. You, you, Stanley? Oh, yeah. You don't, you, you don't cross Stanley. He's, he's still – you know he doesn't play. Mm. Like, put it that way.
0: So I want to ask – He's a in- Wolf
2: out of San Jose. He's, he's one of the dopest. One of the dopest. He has – well, he's one of the best producers, man, and label owners.
0: So before we get to the Ask Us any qu- Anything, this has been on my mind to ask, and I appreciate you all being here. We're going to wrap up in a few minutes. Tell us where your logo came from. If I had my lighter, i will be sh- fire. Fire. So
2: everybody asks the logo, the logo, the logo. The logo was created before the business was created. So everything that we do as far as apparel, um, Marketing, branding, um, everything is based off of us, the the look. Like the logo we had made, me me and Ronnie, you know, one of my art school buddies, best friend, grew up together, you know, 20-plus years. Um, Shout out to Heavy Creative. Um, He also shoots some of our videos here and there, does a lot of our marketing stuff. But um, Ronnie sat with me, and he probably made about 30 different logos. And most of them were in like detail related, like like car related, like maybe have like the Hot Wheels logo incorporated or maybe like an old gas tank type of, you know, things that are nostalgic, automotive type of junk, you know, not junk, but the things. And I didn't want that. I said, no, I want something cleaner. I want something that represents me, something that, you know, so if you know me, if you know my style, if you know my background, if you know who I am, this logo is reflective of that. You know what I mean? In context, it wouldn't look the same if it was with somebody else. If that, you know, um, and this was a true typeface. You know, uh, if anybody knows what a typeface. What
0: did you, you use? Did you use Helvetica? Did you use for? It's not Futura. It doesn't look like. Well, that. Well, that's a
2: font. That's a font. So, so what, what typeface? Is? Yeah, a typeface is is created usually off of some sort of a font, but it's unique in its own self. Like there's certain things like there's certain design visual elements that are in here. There's certain, uh, you know, there's certain uh, if you're, you know, familiar with the golden spiral, there's there's a lot of different things in here that, you know, the the psychology behind it makes it very, very pleasant to look at. But all of that was done prior to even, you know, like that was all done in the pre-planning stages. We wanted to make things look a certain way. The balance is there. The composition is there. There's a lot of visual elements that I've really, you know that that I've learned throughout my career working in art, and then as well as Ronnie was able to, able to incorporate in design. So the original logo was actually orange. It was orange well, and green. I got it.
0: You need to send me. Look,
1: man. Yeah, I see your logo, and I'm and like, I
2: think I have some cards still hanging around. But I made the the move to to change it to black and white because I was like, well, that's. That's more of who I am. You know what I mean? I tried black on black. It didn't work well. And the black and white was just super, you know, super, um, super um, just more impactful. And it, it represents, it, it stood out a little bit
0: more. It stands out. It stands out. Yeah, uh, where... He showed
2: up. He showed up with the logo. He
0: said,
3: I got it done. First thing I said was, well, we could do something with this. This is, give me what you got on this, man. Get that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and
3: it's weird because it's we, simple it's enough too. There's not a know, lot
1: going on. Yeah, so there's it's around if you it. look
2: at it closely, it's there's registered. things that are that are in there graphically that, that the average person wouldn't pick up, but there's a lot of subtleties in it that make I see
0: tire tracks. I see the hey to me when I look at that, I'm like, dang, bro, why wasn't I there when he created it? And we could have turned it into a shoe company. that's what you know i'm saying like details get yourself to detail all right we're there let's uh let's get let's do the giveaways let's do the giveaways i have two so here's what we're giving away fellas shout out to my sponsor i got approval uh we're giving away a ceramic coating it's uh gonna be self-heal light from owners pride and then i am going to be giving away uh 16 ounce of rinseless wash we'll do two giveaways the first question i have is who was Sal's favorite rapper now um let's see who, who did it put it in chat first want to do it JB's gonna call him out and then I need you to message me and I'll send you uh, I'll send you the rents list this next questions more in line with Joel e40 who got it who got it
1: boom Functional, Functional doc. doc.
3: Functional Doc's been active today. Okay.
0: Hey, Dr. Rick, that guy, He's. Uh. I love that dude. All right. Next question. Uh, this is based off of what Joel said at the beginning. We had asked the question. Can you bring that question up, uh, JB, the one about what was the most, uh, what was the thing that rubbed him the wrong way? And then I want to know the phrase that he used. And then what who he was referencing. What rubbed him the wrong way?
1: Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Where you at? What rubbed him the
0: wrong way? He used the word. You had to be here from the beginning. Oh, look. Shout out to Ivan. He's going to do another giveaway. What rubbed him the wrong way? Is the shout, shout out then? to Ivan LaCroix, too. Suckers. Thank you, Ivan. Suckers. Super Hey. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. All right. My mentor... One of my real good friends, Ivan LaCroix, said he's going to do a giveaway. Uh, I'll let Joel and Sal ask the next question.
2: All right. Uh, what is – back? this is back to the beginning when we were talking about process and, and uh, you know, uh, situations and, and environmental factors. What is the one thing that is important that we – our philosophy is based around? you know, when it comes to our working, you know, whether that be uh, place, environment, all of those things. Like what is a business itself? We've said the word a few times. What is the philosophy built on? And it handles mostly everything. It fixes a lot of, it's a solution for a lot of everybody's problems.
0: Oh, he can like spell that word. Man. I had to look at what the word philosophy means. <laughs> oh, Oh, Ah. I... Give him a. The chat. What we got, JB?
2: Ah, close, close, close. I think we get. I think we could give it to him. That's that's part of it. But Uh, uh, we might be searching there for a while. I don't know. Ah, that's not it either. There was one word that I said like two or three times. In here. There's a they, man, man, I hit
3: it. There's a dude there on here on there. Oh
0: yeah? Who's that? Yeah. It's this one. Is it this? That's it. That's Jack it. Jackson. Super duper. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> control. Control. All right. So we'll uh hit me up. I have to hit Ivan up because he's doing that one. So everyone <laughs> Hit me up for your giveaways because you know I'm broke. Hashtag broke life. We're going to get into our last piece of the podcast. JB, what do we got? We got to ask us anything. We got the boys on, ask the boys anything. They're I've, got a couple,
1: I've got a couple starred here. I saw one earlier. Uh, we've got from Two Shine. We've got a question for details. How much hate did you receive for not using an extractor? I've never used yeah. one thanks to your three step PNS system. Ooh,
2: man, I mean, we still get hate
1: on that. I'm
2: sure there was YouTube videos made. We get Heavy hate on that. We get, we get hated on a lot of stuff, man, but it's, you got to understand, man, this thing is, I I come from a creative background, so I'm not going to do things the way that other people do things, you know, whether that's on a customer service level, like it's going to come from a different place with me. So you can't have that expectation for anybody because everybody comes from a different place and everybody does things differently. So, um, The extractor thing that was just something I learned how to lift and remove. I looked at the basic issue and I found an easy solution. Because literally an extractor is not going to take out everything. You know, there's no extractor in the world that is gonna get a (laughs) a foam soaked seat completely clean all the way, you know what I mean? Like if anything, you may be getting this much of the fabric underneath. You know, sound
0: way bad, right? So I'm gonna be honest with everyone, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, the last time I used an extractor was never. Because here's where I'm at. What you remove, they can't see. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I'm not going to do this whole wicking. It comes back like the devil No. 1995. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. It wicked on me. It's back. No, sir. Yeah, yeah, and then you get that call back the next morning, and you got to go back and do it for free. And a review, right? The review to me costs more money than callback. I care less about callback. I'll give them the money back. They leave a bad review, like my seats were stained, and they're stained worse. No, thank you. I, hey, what you can't see, it's not there. Yeah. Sorry. That's where I'm at.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, there, there's, there's times where extractors are needed. You know, like we, we've, we have an extractor, but it's like sitting in the corner rusting. You know, when we don't really like, if somebody calls, like, hey, my baby threw up, like,
0: I send them somewhere else.
2: A formula on my seat. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I want to take that job. I'll take the extractor. But more than likely, I'm not taking that type of work anyway.
0: You I'm know, sending that to Jamie the cleaner. Comes,
2: here, here comes that C <laughs> word again, that control. We control our business. So we don't have to do that, that stuff. But with control, we also control our finances. So mm-hmm. we, you know, we don't have to do these jobs that we don't want to do because we're, you know, we're intentional with everything that we do with the business. So.
0: I'm yeah. sending all throw-ups to Jamie the Cleaner. I send him the address, the YouTube, the Facebook, his phone number. I'm like, I don't – the last time I picked up throw-up, my kid was like two months old. And that time I walked away like, Bev. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no. there's just
2: the extractors are just – but, yeah, we got a lot of hate for that.
1: We got one more from CVM123. It says, what would be the difference in price that you charge for a rinseless compared to a classic phone, if I don't, any.
2: Th- I don't think you – here's the thing. With pricing, I think people, in my opinion, people got the whole pricing thing all wrong. Some people are like, oh, I'm going to pay me my worth. I know my worth. Ah, you don't even know your worth. You know what I mean? Like most of the time, they don't even know their worth. And most of the time, your client may not find you worth your worth. You know what I mean? Like, to, And that, yeah. that means nothing against you. It says nothing. It may just be a cheap person. You know what I mean? Some of, the, some of the clients that we work with, you know, they may get their car washed, you know, they may pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars for us to do their car, you know, here and there, you know, just a, you know, simple wash or whatever, you know, a couple times a month. But I tell them, hey, we should probably get this thing coated. And I hit them with that price. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's like, you're spending thousands of dollars a year anyway, by me coming out here and just giving it a little wash, you might as well make it easier for both of us, whatever, you yeah. know, and Sometimes we do that junk for free anyway. But as far as like, you should be pricing based off of your service, based off of your value, you know, like the value you're bringing to the client. And if you don't know what value you're bringing to the client, I've been dang, put it in.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. So it doesn't matter what your, you know, what your, what your process is, you know, like I could, I could be over there using the most expensive chemicals in the world. But if it comes out looking like trash, I'm not going to expect the client to pay me more or because I used, you know what I mean? Like some of the most expensive jobs that we've done, we've done with like, you know, really like inexpensive tools. And you know what I mean? Like some of these classic cars, it's literally paste wax and, you know, and rinseless washes. So it doesn't really matter.
0: So I'm going to take that price off my website then for the foam wash. I feel mad convicted right now. You should side. take all the prices <laughs> No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. I, the iPhone, iPhone for YouTube. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? If not, I'm going to give the boys some time to shout out their. Uh,
1: let's see here. Uh, we've got uh, one more from Functional Doc. What tool or process that you use most often makes you more efficient or profitable?
2: Uh, just quality, quality tools. Yes, quality, everything quality everything Don't you put, cheap out you, put, you give yourself all quality stuff you know quality towels quality products quality you know uh, even, even quality you know customers you know what I mean a quality customer will save you time because usually a quality customer is usually somebody who's taking care of their stuff you know what I mean like they want they want their stuff looking a certain way we went and watched for instance we went and watched a Bentley today for a lady who's not even home she's on vacation but she just wants her Bentley clean every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that it's taken care of. Wow. You know what I mean? Like those uh, are, that's, the lady. What we, that's the type of work that we do, you know, that we, but you don't attract that by doing trash work, by doing garbage work, by trying to gouge people, you know, like you, you do it by providing a true service and separating yourself. Cause there's a lot of detailers in our area, man. There's a ton. And most of them are like half of our price. If not less, but a certain type of person comes to us for a certain thing, they want the whole package. You know what I mean? They want the people to look on point. They want they we show up with the quietest tools, the quietest generators, the highest quality hoses to make the job faster, easier, more you know, more efficient for us. Um, you know, all of that stuff matters.
0: Man, that's I uh it. I think
1: that's the last question uh that we got. We want to make sure that these guys get to shout out uh, you know, all their plugs and uh, you know, get them out of the, the hot studio there so they can get some relief.
2: Yeah. We got we actually got the furniture just came in right now, so we're nice. Excited. nice. We'll be putting the furniture together and we'll have the studio all set up hopefully by next week. We got a uh, we got a 5.0 coming in for a for a correction. That'll be the first one we're going to shoot a video on in here. That be nice.
0: One. So I want to, first of all, thank you, fellas, for coming on, man. It means a lot thank to me so that much. you will come on to this. We're so young, right? We just started YouTube six months ago. It'll be seven now, I think, out of 28th. So I'm going to give this opportunity to you two. Shout out your plugs, anything. That, they could go buy your shirts. Shout it all out. It's it's your time. Yes. Uh, we
2: have limited edition uh, details merch available at our at our store, which you can find located in our YouTube channel, Dwell Detailing. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Details Auto. Well, that's for the business. That's a business account. And then Sal is Sal from Details. Uh, our TikTok, Details Auto. And then, of course, our YouTube channel. Um, you can find us there. And then detailsauto.net is our website, which we don't really use too much, but uh, it's there. And you can find us on Facebook also, Details Automotive. Um, and shout out to, shout out, we just want to give a shout out to you guys because. We know in this industry that we're we're coming full circle with the detailers. It's like, you know, you had the first generation of all these detailers that started doing this YouTube thing that kind of set the, you know, set the tone for us. And I think now we're starting to kind of refine it a bit and it's starting to get better, easier, a little bit more entertaining, entertaining and digestible. And one of the reasons I was excited and enthusiastic about coming on because I, I knew it was going to be good conversation. We'd have good chemistry, so this is what I love right here. Like, like I could talk about this stuff all day.
0: We're gonna have to put you on a permanent rotation if you got a spot Let's in go, time. JB over there, cool
2: as ice. Yeah, Colono, Colono over there, always bringing it. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah, to. Do we that we sure. enjoy it, but uh, shout out we to appreciate
1: it, fellas. Shout out to
2: all of our mentors. Shout out to all of our supporters, all of our followers, all of our subscribers. You guys, we really do it for you guys. All of our school in them students who are out mm-hmm. there doing amazing things changing their businesses literally after the class. Like we're seeing like ridiculous results. So if you guys are interested in that, we do, we do consulting as well. We do, we do, uh, we'll come to you to consult. You can come to us to consult. We have our school and them training classes. That's a business elevation class. And then we also, um, we also do you know, phone remote uh, training as well. So we get deep into the specifics of your business to really elevate you. If you
0: if you uh I'll get with you afterwards and get the links and add them to this uh, video. So okay. if anybody wants to t- uh, touch base with them to get signed up for those things, I think it's always important to grow your skill. A lot of people think you got to be a learner, man. You got to be a life learner to get better at anything you do, regardless of just washing the car, creating a dope logo, having heart surgery and still trucking along. I think you got to be a life learner to go from the feds. I don't know if you're FBI, CIA, uh, right. Song of Freedom. But whatever Sal did whatever, <laughs> Sal did, whatever Sal did to do what he's doing now, I think that he continues to learn. You can see it in the way to talk, in the way to conduct your business. So, and we're still learning.
2: You know, we're we're constantly learning. You know, like, that's the only way you get better. This YouTube thing for me is, you know, you guys are gonna see some changes, and you to be like, damn, what are the details to do? It's coming. Did they get some funding? It's coming. <laughs>
0: Shout out to American (laughs) Express, 32 percent.
2: Yeah, but uh, yeah, like Ivan Lacroix said this uh, numerous times, and I'm a I'm a big believer in it. The best investment that you can make in yourself and in your business is training. You know, it's training. Like there's no other. You're not going to get a faster and better return than training. You know. So uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys having us on.
0: All right, everyone. BigDetail.com. Coley made TJB as he heals. And he uh, grows up and makes a YouTube video. This guy needs to get on it. I don't know what he's waiting for. He's like eight. I'm working on it. On it. All right. <laughs> Everybody be safe. Jay, right. you find a word? Hey, Joel, send me your.